Amen. Amen. Um, today, my topic is stay focused. And our scripture is taken from St. Matthew 14, 22 through 33. Matthew chapter 14, from 22 to 33. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him into the other, onto the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain and apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did thus doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. 33. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, Thou art the Son of God. We thank God for his own readings. Um, you know, back home, we usually see um, young guys, especially on a river or so, and they are in little boats, and we usually call them dinghy boats. And of course, with these little boats, you're going to use oars to um, get, you, get you through the the wave or the water, whatever. Larger boats with sails to keep boat moving, using the wind. And a large ship would use a rudder and a keel or keels, because some will yeah. use more than one, helps to keep a boat steady. The scripture mentioned ship, but I doubt it, it would be a ship as we have known one to be today. So I'm looking at it that this was a small boat. So whether it's an oar, a rudder, or wind, the person operating must be focused. Just like you're driving, you must be focused. Whatever you're doing, cooking, doing any kind of work, we must focus on whatever we are doing. And the scripture tells us that Jesus walked on water. Jesus sent his disciples while he went to pray. We too need time out with our father. We are doing something, we need a little time. You know, you just, Lord, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you can say, Lord, have mercy on me. You maybe wonder why you even say that. But, you know, the Holy Spirit will just want, want to just tap you here because you might be doing something that is not really 
godly. And the ship on the water was tossed by this boisterous wind and waves. So Jesus got off and he started to walk on water towards the disciples who thought it was a ghost. Disciples were frightened, but called out to them, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. With Jesus around us, we should not be afraid. When you have the Holy Spirit in you, you'll find yourself in places that you should be afraid and you realize that you're not. Peter was the only one to have faith, get in the water and started to walk towards Jesus. That was a lot of faith, honestly, going to start walking towards <laughs> Jesus. But the wind was so fierce and Peter began to sink, cried out to Jesus, save me. Peter was bold enough and had faith to walk like Jesus did on water. But there was one big mistake because of the wind, he looked down and he started to sink. Peter looked down. God wants us to look at him, stay focused on him. We children of God should not let anything distract us from being totally focused on Jesus. Whenever anything that comes up our way that is not spiritual, we can lose confidence. We can't allow ourselves to lose confidence. Um, I want us to be mindful today of four things that <coughs> could be more beneficial to us. Do not fear or doubt and do not focus on pa past failures or successes. We should always press forward and we should focus on spiritual goals. And um, I'm going to ask you, I will ask a few people to read. And at this time, um, look at Second Timothy, Second Timothy verse, chapter 1, verse 7. It said, for God had not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Power, love, and sound mind. And these are three characteristics. A Christian, a true child of God. Power, love, and a sound mind, which is wisdom. We should always use wisdom. But to have wisdom, you've got to have love. Earlier we spoke about divine love and power and sound mind. And these are available to us when we allow the Holy Spirit to live in our hearts. We can truly do things, the things of God, if we let the Holy Spirit always be there to make sure that we are doing the right thing. Acts chapter 4. No. Acts 4. No, Acts 7, right? 54 to 66. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. For they, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God 
and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So that second one, do not focus on past failures or success. Stephen was stoned to death because of, because of Christ. He preached Christ, but the people hardened their hearts and gnashed upon the beauty of Jesus. Stephen was filled with the Holy Ghost. He looked steadfastly into heaven and saw God's glory with Jesus standing by his father's side. And the crowd perched upon Stephen and stoned him to death. Now Stephen was focused. He saw God, God's glory, and he saw Jesus. And so Stephen knelt down and he asked God to forgive him and he died. Stephen's focus was on something wonderful and heavenly, that he asked for forgiveness of killer of the killer's sin. Stephen showed love and forgiveness of his brothers and sisters. And so, like earlier, we did um, divine love, showing that Stephen, love is so powerful that even though they're there killing him, stoning him, doing all these things, bad things to him, he could only see Jesus, God, and God's glory. And what he did, he prayed for them. He asked God to forgive them for what they have done. And that is done out of true love. That's showing true love of God. Saul was a part of Stephen's death. He had done so much injustice to Christian, which was a rotten pleasure for him. He had no empathy for humans. Jesus met him at the Damascus Road and asked, why are you persecuting me? And he answered, who are you, Lord? You see, right there he said, who are you, Lord? Because he realized it was not an ordinary man asking him a question. It's the Lord asking him, who, why are you persecuting me? Well, eventually Saul got a new, um, a new name, Paul, and he put off the whole man and became a new man, preaching Christ everywhere he went. In prison, he wrote letters to various churches. He was never afraid to face an issue. He was obedient to God and an apostle to the Gentiles. Philippians 1 verse 21 says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Alive or dead, he didn't care because he's focused only on Christ. So let's pick up where Paul left off 
and be willing to focus because we can. You see, when you are a child of God, all you want to do is really to do is well because whatever you're doing here for Christ, you know that at the end of this, of this life here, there's a place that we will go. And we have to have that love and we have to have that power. We have to use wisdom. You know, our lessons today is again, it's just saying that love is above everything. God is love. And so Stephen showed love. Paul showed love. And they lived with that love inside of them for God and man. That even though Paul would rather die and go live with Christ, he didn't want to go. Why? He wanted to stay right here to work with the people who are here. And so it's the same thing. We are going through a lot, but it doesn't matter. Still do the work of Christ with love. If we don't have that love inside of us, we can't do it. We don't be like a show of love, which God will not appreciate. The third one, press forward. It's Philippians 3. 13 to 14. Yeah, 13 to 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. We must realize that we are forgiven and we must move on to a life of faith and obedience. Remember, we are born sinners, but Christ came so that we could live a life of Christ. To go forward, we need to press to that mark of that wonderful price of the higher calling of God in Christ. So let us focus. We need to focus. So oh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, <coughs> casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought and the obedience of Christ. Okay, and we are going to do Proverbs 4. 25 to 27, and it says, Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. In 1 Peter 1, 13, Wherefore, gird up thy loins, the loins of thy ma your mind, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay, so these are verses that we should read all the time. I just um, remind you, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 to 5, Proverbs 4, 25 to 27, 
1 Peter 1, verse 13. We need to press forward. Forget about the past. We don't want, we don't want the past. Just forget about the past. When you receive Christ, you don't want us to bring up the past. Bad things that we have done. You know, it's for us to move forward. Because if you stay on, stay on the past, then you will always be in the past. So move forward at all times. Everything we do should move forward, getting things done that we need to do, whether it's for yourself, for the church, or if you're a friend, family, or helping someone on the outside. We must remember we have to reach for that mark, that wonderful prize of the higher calling of God. And we can only do that if we focus. Um, the fourth one is focus on spiritual spiritual goals. Romans 12, 9 to 21. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Give to that which is good. Be kind, affectioned one to another. With brotherly love, in honor, preferring one another. Not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of the saints, even to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. We have the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place Unto wrath. <clears throat> For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Thank you. I, I like this part of Romans 12 here because these are some duties that are required of us. And um, for us to move on in Christ, these are some of the things that we have to do. We got to love without dissimulation. We have to forget about evil things and just do good as God would want us to do. And he said, we are to be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. Isn't it wonderful that this book of ours here is always speaking about love? Why? Because God is love. And when you love, it's a beautiful thing, you know. And I don't know, it's, it's a feeling that I guess you can only experience it with God. Because when you feel that way, 
it's because of the Holy Spirit where you're feeling that love. And so I, God wants us to have that. And he said, um, in honor and preferring one another, we should not be slow proving business. And it doesn't matter what business it is, as long as it's a good business. Don't be slothful. If you have your own business, be good at what you're doing. Do it in, um, do it with love. You know, if you employ people, you got to treat them the way you want to be treated. Right? Because whatever you're doing, don't forget that it's all, everything is provided by God. And you are just using what God provides here. And he wants you to share that also with others. So whatever business you're doing, pay to, um, what do you say? You have a business here, pay your workers, you know, give them the help they need and not just use them as slaves. He says here, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Everything must be done in serving the Lord. You should rejoice in hope. You should be patient in tribulation. We're going to go through a lot. And we are going through a lot. But we must be patient. That's one of our requirements. Continue constantly in prayer. Prayer is when we communicate with God. And God wants us to communicate with him at all times. So whatever we are doing, remember... God wants to hear from you. God, am I doing this right? You know, have I said the right thing today? Did I um, honor you the way I should honor you? You know, it, you know, you can ask the Lord, am I doing everything to the best of my ability? You know, how am I, Lord, how am I doing? He wants you to ask him these things. Because if we are not asking him these things, we won't know. So it's like a test sometimes. Things Think about it as when you are asking God questions and um, getting your answers. It's a question answer essay we are doing here. He says here, rejoicing, oh, patient in tribulation, continuing in, in constant prayer. Distributing to the necessity of saints, giving to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Children of God should not curse one another. We should not look down on one another. We should not look at them as if they are different. It doesn't matter what the color of our skin or the, the, the texture of our hair or uh, maybe how we dress because it depends on the country you are living in. You know, people in Africa, they barely have any clothes on, so you wouldn't want to curse them and say they don't have any clothes on. That's the way we live. It depends on where we all are. We should always be loving. And, you know, it's like, um, I think last week I said this, that I was in the store, and here's, here is a Jamaican person, a Jamaican, that she's ugly. And I'm saying, you're both the same. God made both of them. I hear one is calling the other one ugly. We can't look on people and call them ugly. We cannot look at people and laugh at them. Because I've seen that done many times. We laugh at people. We shouldn't do that. 
sometimes we don't know um, what's going on in other people's mind, maybe the way they dress. You might see somebody talking apart from the phone nowadays, but first time people, you know, they're walking and talking. Maybe um, sometimes you can't hear a word, but we tend to look at them, oh, that's a crazy one there. No, you don't know. Maybe the person is, is praising God, but it's just that like you're not hearing. So we can't um, criticize anyone. We should not criticize. All we should do is to bless each other. We cannot curse. And if we curse one another, we are cursing God. And I don't think any of us would want to curse God. Why would we want to curse our maker, our father? The one who we depend on. No. He said, yeah, rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one towards another. Be of the same mind. It's almost like you can read each other's mind because of that connection, that godly connection. You can come out and say something and say, oh my God, I was just going to say that, you know? So when we love one another and have that same mind, we start almost thinking like one another, thinking good things because it's the only spirit that's working. Mind not high things, but condescends to men of low esteem. You know, sometimes we look up to some people because of where they are, what they do, what they achieve, and we look down on the little man out there on the sidewalk. Where sometimes if we see them on the sidewalk, we will go to the other side of the street. God don't want us to do that. We must remember that when Christ came, he did not went looking for the rich people to preach to. He was looking for the people who didn't have anything. The weak and lowly people. And don't forget also, those are the people that he used. He didn't go looking for a king or a queen to do something. He used the little people all the time. Little people to do things. Because little people do have a lot to say. And they have a lot we can learn from. Be not wise in your own conceit. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Somebody did you wrong? By saying it or harming you in some way, pray. As simple as that, pray. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Always be honest. Always be truthful. God, um, Jesus always said to tell you the truth because he's a truthful um, God. If it be possible, as much as light in you, live peaceably with all men. For us to live peaceable with all men, we have to be, have that peace of mind within ourselves. Just like for you to love someone else, you gotta love yourself first. Because why would you love somebody if you don't love your own self. 
So to love yourself, you will learn to love others too. To have that peace of mind, you will always have that peace so that all people can be at peace and you can be comfortable. Think about it if our country is not at peace and everybody running all over the place. There will be chaos, even with this pandemic. Look what that did. So here it is, we, we can even see a little bit of what a pandemic can do. Think about the pandemic as a war among we as a people, that there is no peace there. It's constant chaos. So it's, it's good for us to always be at peace. Let us all live peaceable with one another. And it says, dearly, dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is risen, it's written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. Speak the truth. Don't worry about anyone here. You know, Stephen, when they were doing all this evil thing to stoning him to death, can just imagine what they were doing. And you know what? We ourselves here have even seen, we have witnessed somebody's knee on another person's neck. And you can just, I know how I felt when I saw that. Somebody have their knee on your neck. Forgive them. Forgive them. Because don't forget that there is a place in glory for you. Vengeance is for God. And that's what he said. Let it be God who the one who will do it. Not you. Because if we avenge any one of our brothers or sisters, we will have a lot to pay for. So when someone do something to you that is evil, or you want to say bad, or whatever they might say, leave it to God. And what God wants us to do is what? To pray, to forgive, to love, no matter what. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If you see your enemy there, on the street or might come to your house, your enemy, and say, give me a glass of water. I'm hungry. Do you have some food? Give it. God is saying here, feed him. And if he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, thou shalt, for in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. You see, no matter what it is, and God do know what we are going through. He knows that um, so many things are happening that we are not satisfied. We are not happy. You know, and I don't think Christian people are happy with a lot of things that God do not want to happen among us. Because if we are happy, then we are nowhere where God wants us to be. So if we are doing the right thing, don't worry about it. God wants us to always do the right thing. Children of God, 
I'm speaking to everyone, but of course myself, because I am first and I have to know how I feel first. We must leave vengeance to God. And let us love. Ask God to give us, ask God to even just pound on our heart, heart, real hard, so we can feel it and feel that it is God pounding on our heart to really do the right thing. And it says here, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Always, always good. And is, um, I would say, from the word good, we can see the word God, G-O-D. Right? So whenever we think of something good, right away we can see God is just reminding us that he wants us to be truthful, to be kind, to be loving, and just do the things that he would want us to do. Okay, Colossians 3, verse 2. And I just read that. Um, 3, verse 2 says, Set your affect... Um, Affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Remember, these are spiritual goals here. Set your things that are above. Anything on earth. Remember, the Bible says, you are in the world, but you're not of the world. The world has nothing to offer us. So, the only thing that we have while we are in the world is God. And if we take our focus off him, then we, 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 we are nowhere. So we have to stay focused on him all the time. All right. And 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. We should always remember that. Sometimes we are fearful. It all depends. But you have to also remember, because I'm sure when they were stoning Stephen, he was fearful. Who wants to be stoned? Who wants to be killed? No one. But what? His mind was always on Christ. And Christ wants us to have that same mind, to have our minds on him, do what he wants. And sometimes you might think, why should I do this? But hey, it's God who's talking to us. It's not man telling us to, to love this way. It is God. And what God said is true and it's coming from his heart to our hearts. Because I can say I love you, but in my heart it's not there. So you see, we can't even depend on man to say to We have to always depend on God because God is truth. All right. So um, I am at the conclusion here. Can we focus on heavenly things? Yes, we all can as long as we are on one accord. Every single person who is present today, we can focus on heavenly things. When we are on one accord, because we cannot do it by ourselves. One man cannot stand alone. We all have to come together. 
work together, love one another, be at peace with one another, laugh with one another, smile. You know, you can smile at a person without the person seeing you. I've experienced it. You know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give out some um, scriptures here, and uh, when you find it, I will ask you to read it. The first one is Philippians four verse thirteen. The second one is Proverbs sixteen verse three. Proverbs two, two to five, Isaiah forty one verse ten. 2 Timothy 1, verse 7, John 3, 16, Philippians 4, 8 through 9. The first one I said was Philippians 4, verse 13. Philippians 4, verse 13. Okay, I found I, it. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. The other one is Proverbs 16. Proverbs 16. Verse 3. 16. 16 verse 3. Yes. Make thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Amen. Commit thy work unto the Lord. And I'm sure to the Lord it's going to be good work. Also, Proverbs chapter 2, 2 to 5. So that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. Gave thou Christ after knowledge and lifteth up thy voice for understanding. If thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Verse 2. So that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom. And we have been talking about wisdom, studying wisdom um, so far this quarter. And we must apply our heart to understanding. This is the word of God. And when thou criest after knowledge and lift up thy voice for understanding, and if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her, as for hidden treasure. That's how God wants us to seek him all the time. There are people out there do, um, seeking for treasure as a job. job, you know? So here is, we are going to seek him every day like we are seeking to find silver or gold or um, whatever we are doing in um, our household or whatever we want to be done in our whole soul. Just as you're putting out all of that energy, God wants you to put out that energy to him too. Thou shalt, then thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Amen. All right. Let's do the five. Um, Isaiah 41, 10. Verse 10. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. 
Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Fear thou not. Thou do not want us to fear, for I am with thee. He's saying that do not fear God. He is a good God. We don't have to hide from him. He's always there. He already let us know that, you know, when our father and our mother forsake us, he will take us up. What is that telling you? I am going to protect you. Your mother and father, they are not here, but I am going to protect you because I am your true father. And he said, I will strengthen thee. So we, 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 we act, and here is it, he's telling us that he is our God and he's going to strengthen us and he will help us and he will uphold us with the right hand of his righteousness. Isn't that wonderful? I like that, Brother Shane. Ooh. Um, the other one is, and um, the other one is John, John 3, verse 16. Can we all repeat that? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I like that part. Everlasting life. We gotta focus on Christ. Focus on the things that He wants us to, so we can have a life with Him. And the other one is Philippians 4 from 8 to 9. And Paul said, Finally, brethren. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So it's asking us, and we are here asking one another, to be truthful, to be honest, to be just, to be pure as Christ is. And to love, to do, to love and to do lovely things. And to always have a good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, we must think on these things. Uh-huh. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do them. We must do them. And the God of peace shall be with you. Think about it. He says here, we have to be truthful, honorable, just, pure, lovable, commendable. And if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise. We should do it. I just thank God for um, his words today. His word is food for us. His words are protection for us. His words are for um, provision. And he laid it out here. There are other verses of um, for us to focus on that we can you know, go, but of course we can't do everything today. But 
this, these are just some of them. And if it was only this in the Bible, this is a lot for us to do. But we have to have faith and we have to love. Okay? So I just thank God for us all. And, um, you know, as um, Obama, when he was running, he said, we can. Yes, we can. Here this a man is telling us that whatever is going on in the country, we can. We can. God says that we can too. God said all these things, we can do it. Can we all do it, brethren? We can. We sh Christian people shouldn't say, I can't. When it comes to God, I can. Always. You know, you're going down and maybe you have a little problem. You said, you know what? With God, I can. When I'm focusing on God, he will show me the way. Whatever it is, he will always be there for me. Everything about God is positive. Everything about him is true. And so these are words that we can always have in our hearts and we can always repeat them. God is love. God is, is peaceful. God, God wants us to be mindful and to love one another. I am feeling good. I might have my little problems, but I am feeling good because when I read his words, I do feel better. And that's how he wants me to be. That's how he wants all of us to be. So we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen. Okay.